0: The Fallacy of Degrees. We are a country that is so fixated on academic degrees and achievements. We see this in tarpaulins displayed in houses announcing the completion by a family member of a college degree or even a master's or a doctorate. This is also seen when households prominently display the passing of a family member in a licensure, board or bar examination. Signboards are displayed to indicate that a family member is a medical doctor, a certified public accountant or a lawyer. And now in the age of social media, these tarpaulins and signboards are reproduced electronically in celebratory posts announcing the same. I am befuddled by some who even enumerate as part of their email signatures a plethora of their academic accomplishments and their positions in their respective organizations. The space taken up, indicating the heaviness of one's credentials, when larger than the actual email message, becomes actually amusing. I know people who, just because they have acquired their PhD, would now be offended when people do not call them doctor. I see some people attach the PhD to their handles on social media, perhaps to impress that they are somewhat special. But really, our culture is just so inordinately fixated on degrees instead of the quality of service or the kind of person someone would carry around. While there is no doubt that having a PhD would presumably bestow on its holder some claim to have passed rigorous academic training that includes being vetted by faculty advisors and academic peers, there is actually no guarantee that every PhD holder would be a vessel of brilliance. We have heard of PhD degrees being bestowed on people not because of rigor, but because of expediency or even worse, for a fee. There are predatory journals. And there are also predatory graduate programs that, for a fee, can allow anyone to be given the privilege to romp around wearing the academic regalia of a doctorate or to tell people to call them doctor. We can only blame our fixation on academic honorifics as one of the main culprits for this misplaced worship of suffixes attached to names to indicate an academic achievement. This is a culture that is not present in the US, or at least what I experienced when I was taking up my doctorate at the University of Hawaii, particularly in the political science department there. We never called our professors doctor. We even just referred to them by their nicknames, which, for someone who came from a country where such would be considered a form of disrespect, initially shocked me. We did not even call them sir or ma'am, only Bob or Harry or Kathy or Faraday. What is actually even shocking to me was that graduate students were considered part of the academic community and had a voice in departmental meetings. We even participated in voting on the granting of tenure for faculty members. I had a reverse culture shock upon my return to the Philippines when I once again dwelt in an academic culture where rank and tenure mean a lot, where it is sacrilege to address a superior or professor by just their nickname, and where there is a pecking order in the academic hierarchy. This fixation on degrees and positions is now amplified when critics of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. found that the Secretary of Agriculture, Francis T. Laurel, actually has not finished a college degree. He came out admitting that he had abandoned his studies to care for his family after the University of Santo Tomas disavowed that he had graduated from the said university. Instead of commending Tu Laurel for quickly admitting to such a fact, or taking note of the fact that he sacrificed his degree over his family, Or the fact that despite not having any academic credentials, he became a successful entrepreneur, people jumped on his lack of a college degree. There is also a readiness to impute malice, seeing his lack of credentials in the light of the fact that President Marcos himself once misrepresented his academic degree. The big difference is that 2 Laurel immediately admitted the fact. There is actually nothing to be ashamed of if one did not obtain a college degree. I have seen people who do not have any but have ended up as successful people, good citizens, and even better family persons. My son in law is one of them, and I have no doubt that my daughter and grandson are in good hands with him. What should be condemned are those who peddle their degrees as a license to abuse their positions. Equally problematic are those who lie about their degrees. This is exactly one of my beefs against President Marcos, who misrepresented the nature of the academic program that he obtained. Critics of President Marcos also find fault in his appointment of Rafael D. Consing Jr. as President and Chief Executive Officer (CEO) of the Maharlika Investment Corp. MIC. Kansing does not have a PhD. What amplified the criticism is that in the original implementing rules and regulations, IRR, creating the Maharlika Investment Fund, MIF, having a PhD in finance, economics and other related fields was one of the required qualifications for the position. The fact that the original IRR was suspended and that its replacement has removed such qualification, critics of the fund and of the president are now making it appear that this is some nefarious move as if the trustworthiness of the fund would swim or sink on whether the president and CEO of Mike is a PhD degree holder or not. It must be said. Having a PhD is not necessary for a position whose main qualification should be actual experience in the finance, investment and banking sector, which Consing amply has. This is not a tenure-track academic position whose main focus is to conduct research. A PhD is not even an assurance that one can be a good administrator. I would know. I have seen so many of them in my entire 41 years in academia.